This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Halloween. Lots of scary things going on in the world, that's for sure. And we can talk about all of them right here on our program. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. Horrible scenes from the Middle East, Gaza. The debate over that conflict rages, of course, as does the debate over what's happening in Ukraine, as we discussed yesterday and uh, could very well discuss again today. Climate change. Finding out that uh, we're going to cross this uh, threshold, likely cross this climate threshold, in just a little over five years, early 2029, when the average increase in the temperature around the globe, one and a half degrees Celsius. Doesn't seem like a whole lot, but you know, when you have to stop and think that uh, this is since the 1800s, this increase. And sure, see, that's to us seems like a heck of a long time ago, you know, but by the... By the, the the age of the earth and all that, it's a, not even a blinking of an eye. So, I mean, we have to keep that in mind, that we've had the, the ability to change the, 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 change the t- climate and increase the overall temperature of our planet in a very short period of time. We put a lot of stuff up in the atmosphere. We have to admit that. At the same time, the interesting part about this story is that I'm reading from the uh, Associated Press that we've been successful in re- reducing a different type of air pollution, tiny smoky particles called aerosols. And by reducing, which is a good thing, reducing these aerosols, that's helped to increase warming because these aerosols, these particles in the air, tend to re- reflect the, the, the heat of the sun back and, uh, and to actually help to mitigate some of the warming. So uh, just some interesting interesting tidbits there, but uh, whatever is on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. And uh, let's get started with Frank and Blaine. Hi, Frank. Uh, hi there, Joe. Yeah, what's on uh, your mind today? Go ahead. Well, what's on my mind is you had, the, of course, uh, the Israeli conflict is on top of every thinking person's mind. Uh-huh. And you had the rabbi in, and I wondered if you would consider inviting the local, I think it's called the imam, okay. from the mosque here, and he could explain to us how how uh, Islam is a religion of peace, as we've heard many times, and just what the Quran says about that, and about what their treatment of Jews and infidels what is directed to them, how to treat them in, in the Quran. Okay. I think that's right. I, okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good suggestion. Good. I'll work good. On, I'd be very interested in hearing uh, that program. Okay, great. Thanks, Frank. And I'll, I'll, Thanks. Well, I'll work on that, definitely. I think it's an important, uh, an important side of all this to hear. But appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for your call. Good. Thank you, Joe. You Bye. bet. Let's go to Lou and Lyndon. Hi, Lou. Howdy, Joe. Yeah, I heard you mentioning... Uh, the uh, global alarmist propaganda earlier, so I thought I'd call up and give you some facts that okay, okay. may help change your mind. Okay. And uh, in 1995, the Glacier National Park in Montana put up signs that said, by the year 2020, these glaciers will have melted due to global warming. Okay. Well, and when the year 2020 came along, they took down the signs. Why? Because the glaciers are still there. So what that proves to me is that the climate models that these climate alarmists are using are wrong. There's global warming trends and global cooling trends. In the southern hemisphere right now, there's a global cooling trend. In the northern hemisphere right now, and as you know, in Arizona, Texas, there's a warming trend. These trends come and go, and the panic that is gendered by the climate alarmists is a huge disservice to every American, everybody on the planet who needs to survive with the aid of fossil fuels for heating their homes and apartments, etc. 
So the climate alarmists are doing far more harm than good, in my opinion. When we're talking about, though, the, you know, the just the livability of, of the planet for future generations, I mean, we uh, and I, I agree we do. I think everyone here part, you know, who's part of this conversation relies on fossil fuels to one degree or another, whether it's to get around or heat their homes or what have you or are to, you know, to use to the electricity survive. that comes to our homes. But the yeah, bottom line is that fossil fuels to survive. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, we can we're, we're at the point where we can. And, and I think we need to uh, transition away from them and do it as quickly as possible. Not in a crazy way. I mean, we don't want to turn off all the lights and sit in our homes freezing because we don't want the the climate to change. I mean, we need we need to do it in a in a logical and uh, and in a logical way. And but we need to well, transition away from and not just say double down and say drill baby drill. We need to keep burning fossil fuels fossil because ultimately it is uh, a finite resource. There's not an unlimited amount of fossil fuel in the ground. And we don't want to put all of it in the atmosphere, all, all the carbon that it's got sequestered down there in the atmosphere. That's not going to serve us well. And helping, is, helping the Chinese, Joe, helping the Chinese by buying solar panels from them is a far more disastrous course of events than our using our own natural gas, which doesn't pollute. Natural gas burns clean and oil, but we use high-quality oil instead of the lousy oil from Venezuela that pollutes the atmosphere so much. Okay. For some reason, we're buying Venezuelan oil, which is very dirty oil and pollutes a great deal. So, okay. yeah, I, don't, I would like to believe that the climate alarmists are sincere, but I don't think they are sincere. I think they're just green. They're watermelons. They're red on the inside and green on the outside. Okay. They're wanting to impose their Marxist socialist vision on the world, and there's, there's nothing good to say about that. All right. Okay, Lou. Appreciate your thoughts. Thanks for your call. Um, all right. I don't know if it, if, you know, if communism is part of this. I, and, uh, well, anyway, uh, let's go to Jim in Bellingham. He's got thoughts on climate change and global warming. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Very good. Well, just before I go or I start, uh, I just want to go over this one more time, if I can. Okay. Uh, I'm not. I, I think that I you have to examine many issues before you can come to the best conclusion you can, and that involves Stalin. Okay. I, I'm not necessarily. I'm not. Keep it short, but I'm not okay. necessarily pro or anti-Stalin. I just question the narrative that's given, and there's some evidence that he was. So okay. the main thing I'm All calling right. about is a couple, and I'm not putting you on the spot there. I just want to be kind about it that's okay all right okay so uh i have mentioned this before I just, but when i just don't Seattle, understand why we need to go back and re-examine stalin i mean let stalin lie let's you know okay let's, I, I guess i just okay. i don't see why we need to rehab his image but anyway just had no. to say that now go go ahead with the rest of your thought okay uh well there's a, a group called bioneers uh i usually watch the cable access when i'm in seattle uh, visiting my parents um, and uh, it's B-I-O-N-E-E-R-S. They're essentially a group that's really working hard on the environment and the global warming, which I take great exception to Lou, your uh, previous caller. And I'll, I'll parenthetically say that if he thinks uh, Venezuela's oil is so bad, what about the tar sands that's pumping and, and ruining the Midwest and the indigenous people? You should consider that. But uh, also, along with that, there's a bonobos that, kind of like a, a different kind of monkey, and unlike chimpanzees, they don't fight. They get along very well, and it's a sign of uh, that we can cooperate and solve our problems. And uh, so the last thing I'll mention here uh, is October 30th Counterpunch. You can look it up on the Internet. Paul Hellwig, it's uh, H-E-L-L-W-I-G, and the name of the uh, the article is called Talk to a Neighbor, Feel Better, Save Humanity. Okay. So, I, you know, as I've said before on your show, we all have to think for ourselves. You know, that includes whatever. Uh, and I can't tell anyone what to say or do, but I think if we do, the point of the article is very positive. We talk with each other. 
we can understand each other and try to come to reasonable conclusions. And it, it could uh, should include global warming, but it uh, doesn't have to be this authoritarian thing. Just talk with your neighbors more. And uh, I had a good encounter this morning uh, coming home or this afternoon with my old neighbor. And it was a kind of a surprise, and it was really good. So okay. I have been uh, in, uh, interrogated by the Secret Service a long time ago. That's under difficult uh, circumstances that I don't need to go into. So okay. if I don't do it, uh, if I don't don't let that stop you out there from doing what this article suggests, and even if I'm not the best at it, but I, I'm working on my phobias and things like that. So okay. I just thought I'd mention those things, and I apologize about Stalin, and we'll let it rest. <laughs> so, All right, Jim. Have a good day, it. and thanks for letting me on. You bet. Thanks for calling, and uh, glad you're you're you know free and all that. Now let's go to Rob in Bellingham. Hi, Rob. Hello. Uh, yeah, I um, was going to talk about the global warming situation. The um, what you said is definitely true. The uh, particulate matter we we produce a lot less of that, and there is some talk that the reflection from those particles was could help cool the planet and uh, carbon dioxide is the problem that's warming the planet and so it looks like we've really made a lot of progress because we have gotten rid of the, a lot of the smog with catalytic converters and all of that but carbon dioxide you can't smell it or see it and it basically is non-toxic unless you don't have any oxygen and you're suffocating from it but it isn't like a poisonous gas Right. Um, it's in the atmosphere and it's used by plants to you know, but we have too much of it in the atmosphere, so the plants can't handle it all, and it is building up. And and I, I guess I'm not an alarmist, but I do think global warming is a problem. And the main thing, it doesn't look like that big of a temperature change, even though in Celsius it's bigger. In, in the United States, we use a Fahrenheit scale, so it's a few more degrees than one and a half degrees because there's a change from Celsius to Fahrenheit. Right. But another thing is I think the main problem, a lot of the problem has to do with precipitation, that uh, temperature is a little warmer, and yes, glaciers are melting, but whether it's catastrophic or not, it just kind of you know, I scientists will debate it a lot, and um, I, it is a problem. But how, how you know, should we panic about it? Who who knows? But I I think the the problem is we also have increasing demand for resources, like um, well the like the less rain in the Colorado River Basin. So that's part of the problem. But another part of the problem is you need have more people. You need to grow more food. Farmers need the irrigation water, so they're drawing down, you know, groundwater supplies and all that. So we've got uh, – and I, I don't – I'm, I think climate change is a problem, but and they talk. He, the person talked about the red on the inside, green on the outside. Watermelon. Yeah, I've kind of got an agenda too, but it's I'm not socialist. I believe in the mix of capitalism and and government. Okay. But I, I'm I actually do think that the lifestyle that most people live, not just in this country, but all over the world. You know, I'm into bicycling. I know everybody can't do that, but I think greed and consumption uh, is a problem, and it's a rat race. You know, think of all the car accidents and insurance. Not just gas prices go high. They're going down now because we're producing our own oil. But, mm. but you know, and but the thing is um, – Public transit has less de a lower death rate, and I just think there's some benefits to uh, less consumption and okay. and so forth. Well, basically. there there are, yeah, ultimately, and and I, and I I agree. I think we, but we need and we need to transition, and we can do that. That doesn't mean that we start immediately uh, or that we make this transition overnight, and uh, that's unrealistic. But uh, We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We've got other folks on the line. We want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model... 
is absolutely amazing. Yes, I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands, but what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I am a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC Cadillac. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. There are more threats to security now than ever before. Here are a few tips from Accurate Lock and Security to keep you and your property safe. Never leave your car running, unlocked, or leave the keys in your car. And consider adding a car alarm. Always lock the doors to your home with deadbolts. And make sure your doors and locks are in good operating order. Light up the area around your home and secure your valuables with a locked safe or cabinet that's bolted down. And if you need help with any of it, call Accurate Lock and Security, the security professional team. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's go to Art in Ferndale. Hi, Art. Oh, hi, Joe. Hey, uh, I don't call very often, but uh, and I kind of like that last caller. We're probably different, but I okay. keep the interest. I, 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 I'm with them. We need to slow down a bit. But anyway, okay. I've got kind of an off-topic off uh, thing, and it's about uh, your interview. You had a almost like an interview with Seth Paul Sadu, the uh-huh. county executive. Yeah. And I was, I was wondering, um, did he march with BLM? Black I, Lives Matter? I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. I kind of think he met with him or he did. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I couldn't tell you that. Um, you know, and, they're the defund, the defund the police people. and. But I don't believe BLM did an actual, I, as I recall, and it's just, I don't think they did an actual organized march in Bellingham. I think there were some, you know, there was, there was a social justice and a racial justice Rally, but that wasn't uh, Black Lives Matter. I don't think that organized it. Uh, that was, I want to say it was, a, you know, it was in June of uh, 2020. Um, and was, a number there of. That, there was something that happened because it was reported, and I, I'm not going to say that he like marched with them or was, you know, nutty, but uh, uh, he did, I think he met with them, and which is fair, you know, but. Um, you know what? 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 You know when you had him on, I think it was a week ago or something. It was uh, a week ago. Was it uh, uh, two week? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. There two was, weeks ago. There was, I a, think. there was a fellow from the county that asked him if he had done a ride along with the deputy, with any deputies yet. Uh-huh. And he said he said no. And, and I recall just by some fluke. It was about a year ago that you had him on, sometime back, and the same guy had asked him if he had done a ride along with the deputy. Of course, he he just he got kind of he's kind of stammered a bit. And I kind of okay. he's a likable guy, but you know, uh, know who you're electing here is uh, he's not exactly. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Is he is he is he uh, soft on? Um, uh, uh, law enforcement? Or what do you think? Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen that, but I, I mean, I think who everybody votes for is up to them. And you can go back and listen to the, the interview I did with him. He's also the, the League of Women Voters has uh, uh, candidate forums that they've done with the candidates for county executive and other positions on their website, the League of Women Voters of Bellingham and Whatcom County. And so I guess that's what I would say. I've, I've, 
always, I, you know, and I, I would also say that there hasn't been any move in Whatcom County or Bellingham or any of our small cities to defund any police departments here. And, uh, you know, that's a kind of a big city liberal thing that, uh, came and, and went. And, uh, I, I don't think it's fair to, I would just say in my mind, it's not fair to, uh, to, uh, I guess, tarnish, uh, local people, local, uh, officials with that movement, because I don't remember it ever being an issue here. That there okay. were ever vocal, terribly loud vocal calls. I'm sure there were some who went to meetings and said, you know, we should defund the police and probably said yeah. it on social media. I don't recall any of our elected officials being in that camp, though. But Well, I hear, I hear you, Joe, but isn't that the left wing of the Democratic Party that is sympathetic to that? I mean, no, you know, like in like a city like Seattle, I mean, they've gone nuts with their defunding the police. Well, they, I don't know that they've gone nuts there, you know, and I don't know that they've, you know, but it hasn't served them well, those who are yeah, on it. And I think most yeah. of them have been <laughs> been booted off the city council, those who advocated we, for it. We can agree there. It hasn't served them well. It doesn't serve anybody. All right. All right, Art. Okay, there you go. Um, you know, vote for the pro, vote for the pro uh, law enforcement candidate, okay. wherever he makes us safer. Okay. All right, but he, Art, I will say that Sat Paul, as as really, I think all the candidates that I talked to, I talked to the the county executive candidates, both of them and both of the candidates for Bellingham mayor, and they all unanimously said that they support this uh, measure that's on the ballot to uh, to fund a new jail and and other uh, justice issues. You know, so. Oh yeah. Right. It, 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 yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Art. Thanks, thanks for your call. All right. And uh, quick before we take a break, John's on the line. John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Um, yeah, uh, we ha- we have a no solicitors sign, and uh, people from the anti-jail side still came up with their flyers, and uh, it's like you know, leaving some of them. And no, we need to fund the we need to fund the jail. That's for sure. Um, uh, Rich had a, had a uh, great point yesterday about Putin's motives and why he is uh, doing what he's doing, and you know, the, attacking Ukraine for no reason after Baloney slicing it during Obama's presidency, right? Taking little bits and the, the little green men, and anyway, so the the history behind it, and there's a Greek guy that, that talks about it. A reporter who is who uh, he's he's over there in you in Ukraine. His name is Philip Itner. Okay. I T T N E R. Anyway, and you know he's 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 like doing his his uh, you know his re- reporting while they're under attack and everything else. So um, and I never went to went to college and I don't know Russian history. So but I you know like I started researching it after his reporting, and and you know he talks about this Catherine the Great. So she reigned from 1762 to 1796, right? Okay. And it was under her reign that they took the, the Crimean Peninsula, and uh, um, you know the, the and to for Putin to lose it. This is his motivation, right? And the thing is, uh, the Soviet Union broke up because of Mitch. Let's let's face it, right? It's a horrible system. Communism is a horrible system. Nobody wants to live under it, right? And as and as far as like just be, because we get off of oil, uh, believe me, there's businessmen that are making money, like like Elon Musk, off of lithium batteries and cars. It's not like everyone's going to go communist and put on a tunic or whatever those things are called, okay. right? But um, yeah. So okay. so uh, anyway, I've. I forgot my point, but I just wanted to. Oh, Putin's motivation, right? So he, like, after they broke up, he never got over it. But they did break up, and they're like, they are their own country. And Putin's plans are to reunite all the Baltic nations. He's not going to stop. If he gets Ukraine, it's going to embolden him, and you know. So. Um, yeah, that's his motivation. He knows that if he loses Crimea, the Crimean Peninsula, and you know, and that was such a treasure to them that he's going to be killed. It's it's not like you get to retire as the next president over there. Yeah, you know, okay. you're you're murdered. It, it, 
to come like their their culture in Russia is you know we we think we, we we like to think well everyone's like us everyone thinks like us everyone loves their children yeah to a certain extent yeah but there's also like they have no they had no tradition of democracy when the Soviet Union fell well yeah and, and they didn't it, have it one before that corrupted, yeah, exactly and, you know right. that's yeah, I mean, have you heard about crocodile? It's this drug that that they that that's on on the streets over there. That it, it's like literally like biblical leprosy, where people's flesh is falling off. You can see wow. the bone. Huh. And, I mean, uh, okay. It, it's all like right. That other uh, drug that's in Philadelphia, where where people are. I've all these stupid. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, no, no, no. We, I, I hear you, John, and I appreciate your thoughts. And I've got to take a break, and we'll be back with more. We got Kay on the line, Rich is on the line, and we'll hear from you too in just a moment here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Ready to build that new home? Do you want precision site preparations, seamless drainage systems, and sturdy house foundations? Honkoop Gravel is your answer. Experience is the difference of their full service civil contractors and state of the art heavy equipment. With over 45 years of service, they ensure quality done right the first time. Honkoop Gravel, the professional team you want for your next project. In Linden or at honkoopgravel.com. KGMI invites you on an adventure to explore the Americana that is Boston and Cape Cod with me, Deanna Haraluk, on KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands Tour, June 1st through the 7th with Bel Air Tours and Adventures. Discover the history of Boston. Explore Cape Cod and Nantucket Island. Enjoy a traditional New England lobster dinner and more. Be a part of the experience. Find out more. Check out the Cape Cod and the Islands Tour page on our website, KGMI.com, for more information about this once-in-a-lifetime experience. Paid political announcement. I'm Kathy Kirshner, your current District 4 Whatcom County Council representative, and I want to continue my service to you. Four years ago, I was honored to be returned to the County Council by an overwhelming 74% of the voters. I have not taken your trust in me for granted, working diligently to stand up for and honor District 4 values, building trust and respect among other community leaders, even those with differing opinions, and finding solutions that work. My priorities are simple, to put you first and solve our problems. This means being a leader who listens, understands, works for you, and doesn't waste your time or money. I believe smart government is about bringing people together, building trust, and finding the best solutions for the most people. That is what I will continue to do when re-elected to represent District 4 on the Whatcom County Council. I ask for your vote by November 7th. Paid for by Vote Kathy Kirshner. Hey, Whatcom County, listen up. Volunteerism is rapidly declining at food banks across the state of Washington, and that's a problem for families who depend on these community resources. That's why we're asking you to get back to action by signing up to spend an hour of your time at a local food bank today. Enough with the talk and the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's time to get up and prove it. Hunger Relief needs all of us. Volunteer locally. Visit backtoaction.team to sign up at a local food bank near you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we go to Kay in Bellingham. Hi, Kay. Hi, hi Joe. Um, I wanted to talk, one of your callers called and was talking about the model, M-O-D-E-L, that some scientists are using to, you know, say that we need to reduce CO2 emissions to X by X date. Uh-huh. <clears throat> now, what I liked about his call is, you, you do have to have a good model, and that model has to be accurate and true because we are going to be making laws based on models, and by implication, this is going to change our society. Now, some people think it's drawing us into more of a collective, and I think that's where the communist plant comes on, you know, an authoritarian-type collective-type society based on 
you know, how many, how much CO2 you can, you know, let go of. Uh-huh. But anyway, that would assume that we need more, not less CO2. And, and where did we begin measuring it? Now, there is a group of scientists, legitimate scientists with academic um, credentials, and actually they have a website, and I'm going to say this very slowly because your listeners, many of them are very bright, can go and look up their data and their facts and see what they think from them. And it is called CO2Coalition.org forward slash facts. That's CO2Coalition.org forward slash facts. And they think that they measure... Um, when you when you choose a, a model that measures, you have to have a beginning point and an end point. They think that the beginning point that, uh, say, we have too much CO2 was chosen at the wrong time. Their beginning points go back a lot longer. And they think that from uh, fossil records and other records that they that CO2 has been going down since for thousands of years. And I'm... I'm not getting the exact numbers right because I'm not an engineer and, and I don't have them memorized, but that CO2 is actually getting dangerously low. And these are legitimate low. concerns. Hmm. Okay. So, um, but and it, I think they need to be looked at before we decide to, you know, before we as a group go right along with whatever laws are going to be passed. Well, so, um, okay. I see what you're saying, but, you know, the... Oh, I'm not quite finished. Let me finish okay, one thing. Okay. So there is also a chemical engineer uh, online. His name is Ivor Cummins. It's spelled I-V-O-R-B-U-M-M-I-N-S. And he gives us a, a lecture called Top Facts on Co- Climate Controversy Fully Explained. So that's another place you can look for an alternative view. Okay. And um, again... He's an engineer. He's level-headed. He's going to give you data. But now, uh, let me just let me just throw this out, and I'm just saying because uh, I mean, uh, but the William O'Keefe. Now, I'm just reading this from uh, Wikipedia. But William mm-hmm. O'Keefe, uh, chief executive officer of the Marshall Institute and former CEO of the American Petroleum Institute, mm-hmm. is the CEO of the CO2 Coalition. It seems that this this is a guy who came from the petroleum industry and would have a, a would have an interest you got to think of some sort of uh, in in, per, in perpetuating our our dependence on fossil fuels. I'm and you know I mean and what what I don't know that I've ever heard that we have too low of a well, level of CO2 in the atmosphere. That we have a dwindling low, amount. I mean they measure. They can measure though how much CO two and how much carbon we're putting into the atmosphere. It's 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 you know billions of tons every year. I, I'm just saying, take a look. Okay. And as far as the guy coming from the um, the petroleum, I mean, everybody has to come from somewhere. Sure. Yeah. And I used to have an econ professor who said, a completely open mind okay. is a completely empty one. Everybody has a bias of some sort. Uh huh. That's true. I, uh, I don't and, deny that. You know so. Okay. You have to come clean on the biases, you know, uh-huh. that's, that's for sure. Um, but uh, I always thought that was interesting, a completely open mind is a completely empty one. Okay. And that's why, we, that's why we need the debate that you so graciously host. All right. Well, I appreciate you calling, for sure. So anyway, um, the other part of it is, is that, remember, the Thames froze over a couple hundred years ago. People were ice skating on it, and then it warmed up. Hmm. Well, right. But, you know, and the idea is not that, uh, you know, it's just going to always be hot and it's just going to be hotter and hotter. There are some parts of the globe probably that will be colder. I mean, climate change, it's it's like it's climate disruption is what it'll do, as, as I understand well, it. Yeah, and, but we don't know how much because or why or where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you uh, were watching, you know, there were drought like conditions in, in a lot of the world. And I think it was like the Yellow River in China dried up. And lo and behold, it revealed a, a village. And then there was a lake in Spain that dried up last summer. And uh-huh. it revealed a, a, a Roman settlement. Uh-huh. So things have been changing for a long time. What well, is it dependent on? There wasn't 
they have. Too, but, there wasn't carbon. But what we there weren't automobiles then. No, I know. But what we've done in a short period of time is put a lot of carbon in the air, and scientists can actually measure this and you know measure the the heat trapping ability of carbon and 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 these types of uh, uh, gases in the atmosphere. They can measure that in the in you know in the laboratory and yeah models i mean i think they're important if a model says okay uh, this glacier is going to be gone as our current earlier caller said this glacier is going to be gone by the year 2020 and it's still there well i guess it makes sense the sign at that point is is not correct but that doesn't mean that well maybe it's five years down maybe it's another 10 years the maybe the rate of melt hasn't been accurately predicted but I know, I, you know, I, everything I've seen about the glaciers in Glacier National Park is that they are disappearing and that in not too far in the future, there won't be glaciers in that park. But. Well, I, 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 as I said, okay. do we know that? So um, well, if we're going to make a lot of laws, they make big changes. I know, but I mean, we can't, we don't as individuals know everything. There's no way we can. I mean, and we get no, on, but, we get um, on an airplane knowing that, or with the with the with the inherent faith in those who designed it and built it that they knew what the heck they were doing and they've created something that's safe enough to, for us to get on that's going to fly mm-hmm. thirty thousand feet in the in the sky. You know, I mean, we make those words, assumptions. You're risk, risk versus returns. Okay, and I agree with that. Okay, you All know. Right. So, well, and as far as like CO two, as I said before, we go throwing monkey wrenches. We okay. better know what the implications of them are. Okay, well, we now nah, you're right. I mean, it would be nice. We don't always know the future, obviously. Well, we don't know the future, and we can't be certain, but we have to make the best educated guess we can. Oh, so. Absolutely. Um, but as I said, I would like to hear what other people have All to right. think about the data on these sites. All right. Thanks, Kate. You know, well, yeah, I appreciate that I don't see. That, that's I'm, fine. I'm, All righty. I don't. I don't have a completely open mind because like it's not completely empty. Okay. But I would like to hear what other people say. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate okay. I, I enjoy talking with you. Thanks, Kay. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take, take care. And real quick, let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. Yeah, the alarmism of the climate change movement is very empowering to scientists because it gives them need for them to do something. And it also empowers the government to make laws. And what the government will do is then drive the market to different sorts of energy. And then these government people who make these rules will conveniently be invested in these forms of energy, probably like solar panels made in China that Mitch McConnell owns a portion of the business. And so this is big business and just people making money, and it's all based on fear. And it's just disgusting. And I will believe in climate change as you do, Joe, if I see you and many of your liberal friends uh, riding bikes, not going on vacations, voluntarily lowering your carbon footprint. This makes economic sense, too. If you lower your carbon footprint, you will save money. Yeah, and that is exactly. it's easy to do. It costs nothing, and it's economically smart. And that's the base of conservatism is, is to conserve resources. And right. mainly we talk about money. Right. So and unless it's done, these people who preach it and breathe it like it's the end of days, and they have a house by the beach, I don't believe them. People need to be authentic. If they want to sell this idea, they better well be showing it themselves personally. And people who ride bikes, you are emitting carbon. So a bicycle ride for one mile, how much carbon do you exhale above a resting rate versus a car's carbon? Or so you can study anything. So you're being hypocritical if you just unless you just simply lie there and motionless and don't consume anything. I mean, come on, Rich. We have we all have a right to exist and live. And none of us, I mean, none of us could choose had had a choice whether we could live in a society that emits carbon or a society that doesn't. We are we are we are creatures of what what we're born into. And I mean, Somewhat, I mean but we can move we and can to change. be practical here in, in our and like crazy. when I when I lived in the city, I re- rode mass transit all the time. It's not practical for me here. But I when I right. lived in bigger cities, but I rode it all can. the time. And, and uh, uh, I, right? I, I, at this point, I really couldn't. It wouldn't be practical for me right now. 
But I and well, I'm not saying that I, I never people said that I never Rich I never said that you had to stop doing what you do right now. I never I said you had to start you, plowing your fields with a horse and a and a and a plow or an but oxen. See, I don't believe I never that you do, so I don't need to do that because I don't okay. believe in it. So you're it's just about gonna, what you believe in showing. Well, that once again, Rich, like you said, con- conservative means conserving resources, yeah. which is the exact opposite of what. Well, I'll just say Republicans in Congress are saying. I mean the. Republicans in the House are saying they they don't believe in any of this. They don't want to take any action. They want to undo everything that's been the uh, any because initiative to, to deal with themselves. climate change or with because re- re- they're there to enrich themselves, just like all the Democrats well, are. No, as you well, can't re- you that's, can't always yes, rely on true. that, Rich. You're, that's that's true. kind of a that that's kind of a, a fallback, and I think that's it's, that's unfair. Just that they're trying to enrich themselves. I think bottom they line Why is do you think they're there for their whole life, Joe. Why are they there a whole career? To, to make 200 okay. grand a year? No. Oh, okay. They now, make way more than that, don't right. they? Well, we've kind of gotten onto it. We'll, we'll have that more of that conversation in, in the future about about corruption and government But because uh, we started on, on climate change. But we'll get to that, Rich, I promise, because uh, we got Bruce, we got Michelle on the line. We'll get to them in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. We'll have time for you, too. Cascade Natural Gas is offering energy efficiency rebates so you can enjoy more comfort in every room of your home and a lower energy bill, all while earning cash incentives. Find out how upgrading to high-efficiency gas equipment will keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer and earn rebates. Contact a Cascade Trade Ally today. Innovations for Quality Living sells low-pie and fireplace extraordinaire inserts, fireplaces, and freestanding stoves. Whether you're looking for a freestanding stove, built-in fireplace, or fireplace insert, Innovations professional staff can help with product selection, installation, and interior design options. Stop by Innovations showroom and see all the new natural gas burning displays today on James Street in Bellingham and online at innovations-fql.com. So, if you're a Cascade Natural Gas customer, take another walk through your home and start thinking of all the rebates you could earn when you upgrade the energy efficiency of your home. Don't wait. Find out more today at cngc.com to start earning your cash rebates. Hi, this is Marcia Neal. You probably know me from Vibrant USA. We are excited to announce we are now Guided Solutions. That's right, we have a new name. We are continuing to offer our same great services and look forward to hearing from you. Are you approaching retirement and need help navigating Medicare? Are you on Medicare and want updates on potential changes for 2024? Our agents are here to help, so give us a call at 866-733-5111. This is Steve Jostens from Hinton Chevrolet in Linden. Interest rates are high, but not on everything. Rates as low as 2.1% on select new Chevrolet SUVs, and even as low as 0% on all new 2023 Silverado 1500 trucks for well-qualified buyers. Come see us today for your October treat. Hinton Chevrolet, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's, or online at HintonMotors.com. The biggest shopping event of the year is happening at DeWard and Bodie this Thursday, November 2nd. And if you're listening, you're invited. Celebrate the fourth annual Black Friday Early Access Shopping Event at DeWard and Bodie's Meridian Showroom. Enjoy gourmet food from professional chefs, craft beer and wine. Enter to win incredible prize giveaways and get exclusive early access to Black Friday deals. Reserve your free tickets right now on DeWard and Bodie's website or Facebook page. You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us here on this Tuesday afternoon on another lively discussion. Let's go to Bruce at Neptune Beach. Bruce? Are you there, Bruce? Hmm, maybe we got your name wrong. I'll put you on hold. Go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I thought those calls from Kay and Rich were interesting and well spoken. 
I think uh, we are in infinitely more danger from the crazy, cruel, and just nutcase autocrats that guide Russia, North Korea, Iran, China. We are in far more danger from them than we ever will be from climate change, at least in in the lifetimes of, of us and our children and grandchildren. Um, I, I think uh, climate change is worth researching and working on. And, you know, it's not something you can just totally ignore, but it's it's way too alarmist. And most of the most alarmist people are people who love control, love control of people. And that's, uh, that takes me back to what I was saying about the autocrats. But what I really, and especially, I'm just astounded and ashamed of so much of our country for even thinking about supporting the animals who make up Hamas. Animals, they deserve to be killed, every one of them. And if we can do it without killing civilians, fine. But they should all be wiped out. Well, but it's pretty apparent, and I'll I'll just say this, that I I don't know, I I think you're wrong to say that supporting the the cause of the Palestinian people is inherently supporting Hamas. Hamas wants to be. A, I didn't a, say that. Okay, well, I did okay. not say that. Well, uh, and, I did not say that. But in I, any I don't way hear I a lot of people supporting Hamas per se. I do, and I've seen okay. it on TV. On ra- I pay attention to everything, every minute of every day, okay. and I can tell you right now, there's an incredible number of ignorant younger people and ignorant older people too who don't understand that if they were in front of a Hamas. Uh, soldier, they would be wiped out in an instant if they were anything but another crazy, crazy theocratic, you know, deadly Muslim. Now, what I wanted to say real quick was that uh, everybody needs to support the new jail. Somebody once joked that uh, there'd never be enough jails to satisfy Michelle. And as Lady Law, (laughs) the voice of reason, that's probably true. But I'm just saying I do believe that all criminals should be held accountable. But on the other hand, what we really need to do with criminals is look them in the eye, and I've done this myself a couple of times, look them in the eye and say, do you or do you not want to get over your crime penchant or your addiction or anything? You know, the only thing we can't do is do that to mentally ill people. They have a different kind of treatment. But we definitely need... To, we can we can talk to them about giving them a chance. We can talk to them about trying to help them. But by gosh, they need to be accountable. Especially, we need we need a new jail. It's two tenths of one percent, meaning that twenty cents out of every hundred dollars you spend will go for this cause. And it's an incredibly worthy cause. In all the counties in America with more than 200,000 people, like we have 240 or something like that in Whatcom County, in all the counties in America, we probably have one of the all-time worst jails in, uh, you know, current life. And, uh, you know, the, the jail we have is totally abysmal. And, you know, I do think that there are people locked up there who would like to have a fresh start. And I don't think it's the least bit humane to maintain that jail the way it is. But we need a big, big, big jail in this county and and to accommodate the big, big, big increase in crime. And I mean all types of crime, not just murders and that kind of thing. I mean crime, crime, crime. Get rid of it. Get the jail. Okay? Okay, Michelle. All right. I think we got that. All right. Wow. All right, let's go to, now we do have Bruce in Neptune Beach. Yeah, how you doing, Joe? Good, uh, Bruce. Coming through? Yeah, oh, gotcha. Great. Good. Uh, first of all, I don't listen to Dennis Prager because I don't get off work till 4. Okay. And uh, I'd like to listen to your program at 4. It's a great program. Well, thank you. But uh, I was on the car about 3.30 a week or two ago, and Dennis Prager had on this guy, talking about a new streaming service called Bent Key, like a key that's bent. Uh-huh, Bent Key. And so I got home and I logged on uh-huh. on my Roku box. And first of all, it didn't say that there was a free trial or how much it costs. And before I knew it, I 
was logged on and watching the the limited hokey um, content that was on there. Dennis was so excited because it was supposed to um, be in competition with Disney Plus, and you know how much he hates Disney. Uh huh. But so then I went to my bank's website to see if if it was debited, and it was debited to one hundred dollars for a year, and it didn't even have a place where where it said, "Are you really sure you want to push this button to approve it?" They didn't have anything like that. Uh huh. Huh. And uh, so now I need to go to the website to uh, to cancel it, I guess. Yeah, but, and maybe maybe get your money back from the. For, yeah, I think if you talk to your bank, they should get. Yeah, I would think they'd refund. You know, get your money refunded and stuff. That's yeah, but I, I was excited you. when he he said it's a Disney Plus cartoons and this it's going to replace the Saturday morning cartoons that you used to have. Uh huh. And it's. It's just none of that. That's pretty hokey. So was, yeah, I was pretty disappointed. <laughs> okay, so stay away from the bent key. I, I haven't heard of that one, but... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, he was on there hmm. just a week or two ago. All right. So there you go. Appreciate it. A public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Thanks, on. Bruce. Appreciate Bye-bye. Appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you listening for sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, be careful. They're, they, 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 they're out there. I felt like a really dumb old guy a few years ago. I needed to uh, renew my passport, and I got online and searched for passport uh, applications. I I thought, you must be able to do this online, which I believe you can. But, of course, I clicked on the very first thing that popped up on the top of the search engine, you know, the famous one, and I filled I, I filled out the form and then I got through with the form and then it said I had to pay like thirty nine dollars or something like that and I thought huh that seems odd uh, but then so I paid the thirty nine bucks and then I started to think you know I wonder if that was really a government website and I went back and checked and sure enough it was just they had you know just taken the the government's uh, form and posted it there. I did get my $39 back, but you know, I put all this information out. It's just out there in the ether. Just like, like I said, I felt like, and I still feel like a big dummy for doing that. So just be careful of the websites, you know, the web address, regardless of what the title says there and when you search for something like that. And just protect yourself. I guess that's all we can do here in this life. And appreciate everybody taking part in our conversation today. Back tomorrow for...